Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Joel and Adam for another episode of the Horror Express. And today we're going to be talking about Demonic Toys. This is a, what, 1992 film? Um, it's it's got an, uh, It's a full moon movie, and it's in the title. It's about demonic toys. I don't know if there's much else you can really say about it. The, you know, it, it involves like an arms deal that went wrong, and somehow one of the, you know, like the... Uh, basically, what is it? A husband and wife team are about to arrest some arms dealers. I I, I want to talk when we can about it's police the, work. Yeah, the police work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but husband and wife team. They try to arrest these arms dealers, and it all goes south. The husband gets shot. They the lady shoot the the wife shoots one of the uh, arms dealers, and his death sort of gives life to this demon that's been waiting for the woman because she's pregnant. And so the whole thing is basically they're trapped in like this toy warehouse and this demon child wants to be born. like wants to replace this lady's baby and be born into the world. Essentially. That's sort of the plot. There's other elements going on and it's got, it's, it's a 92 movie, but it has a lot of residual 1980s elements. I feel in it. Um, yeah, it's basically the same plot as Rosemary's Baby, almost yeah. identical. Yeah, it's yeah, re- one yeah. for one. You know what it is? It, it's <laughs> if you crossed Puppet Master, Rosemary's Baby, and Child's Play. That's and what Child's this movie. Yeah, that's okay. what this movie is like. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. And like, I I almost feel like that was the pitch for it. Like, it's yeah. it's as so much of a cross, and there's so many elements that are clearly lifted from better movies uh, <laughs> that I really feel like whatever schlocky producer. Uh, was in charge of this that was actually their real pitch i want you to imagine if we had puppet master we do a puppet master but imagine we had it and also <laughs> yeah. rosemary's baby beats child's play it, but it's puppets and the guy's like i i don't care we just need to launder this cocaine money so 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 here's my first note about this is my first thought that i had watching this movie i mm. like this movie but i am so confused by it, it was sort of my <laughs> you know that confusion definitely went away as things were explained um but it is a very confusing movie i think for the first 30 minutes or so you know uh, i don't i don't actually know if that's true i really feel like i was never lost during the first half of this movie okay and i remember saying to myself this movie is actually treating me like a grown-up who can understand things from context clues And I know probably right around the middle of Act 2 we're going to get the exposition scene that ties this all together. But until then, I was actually satisfied. I actually liked that structure quite a bit. Okay. So I'm going to put a – we're going to disagree on that point because I think that you could read the – I think you could legitimately read it as confusing. But I actually – I disagree. I think I just treated you like a smart person. Well, here's what was confusing me. And again, like I said, it went away. Like they did – they did explain – Oh yeah, that exposition yeah. scene was yeah. inevitable. Yeah. So, um, but at, at first, I was like, I don't understand what the ground rules are here, and that was kind of, you know, I feel like normally mm-hmm. you get the ground rules first or something, or it's just, or it's presented as a mystery, and this wasn't real. Mm-hmm. And and just just so people know, Joel is doing a walrus tooth thing, so that's why I'm a little distracted. No, there's but, but, I, uh, there's soy sauce on the end of these. I'm sucking it off. Oh, you're so, okay. I thought, I, I thought, I, I thought I, you were. I, I, I thought you really were. I thought it was. Just... I thought it was silent commentary on. Uh, on... Well, <laughs> I mean, it is now, but it's because I don't want people to know so, I'm randomly sucking on chopsticks as they taste good. But but I do think respect my intelligence, Brendan. But I do think. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I do that. Of course I do. But I th- I do think you make a good point because I do I do agree that after that note, obviously the note was kind of undermined by the fact. But that but that was sort of my reaction at the time was oh this is i'm liking this but it's very confusing because i didn't think they were going to fulfill you know any of i didn't think that they were going to explain anything later on i thought i thought it takes them a long time like they really have a lot of disparate elements that don't seem to have anything to do with each other and they don't introduce them any more than just kind of giving you like this guy works at a chicken delivery place this guy's a, a really crappy security guard Here's a dying guy, and look, now the toys are coming alive. What's that all about? Whoa, here's a weird nightmare this lady's having. Like, all of it is just, like, so stream of consciousness, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I then... actually, yeah, I actually started watching it last night, and I fell asleep, and then I kind of started again tonight. But I totally forgot about that first scene of the dream. It's like it's so disconnected yeah. from anything. But on my, I was like, wait, I don't remember the movie opening with this What's going on yeah. here? It's uh, a weird place to start. I don't know who is in charge of, like, it's called demonic toys. Uh-huh. And there's toys that are demonic in it. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole selling point. Let's start in a Dolly-esque dream sequence with clocks and, like, two weird kids playing cards. And one of them's got, like, like talons. And the dude's like, what? No, yeah. What? what? <laughs> that's where we're going to start? Are we going to introduce the characters? No, no, no. We start in a dream, yeah. and then we pull back, and it's a drug deal that goes wrong, but... And, like, they keep doing that. It's like a yeah. five-year-old is explaining their idea to me, and they just... They won't get to the point, well, you know? He, mm-hmm. Here's here's why I think I had that reaction. I feel like... Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe the guy that wrote this was imagining a much big, bigger budget. Because all the stuff that you're saying, as you're saying it, you can kind of imagine it being spectacular. But it's, it's but because yeah. it's a schlocky movie and it's filmed in a certain way, that transition from the dream sequence to a somewhat poorly acted botched drug de- uh, arms <laughs> the deal acting was well, terrible. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. The drug deal scene was more artificial than the dream. Really, I yeah. Think that's kind of part of where the, the tonal confusion comes from. It's like, yeah. wait, is this still part of the dream, or is this really? Because ha- yeah, everything about that that whole well, it's it's actually not a drug deal. It's an arms deal. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, and I'm glad, I'm glad the policing was just so terrible at the very beginning. Like everything yeah. was bad with the terrible things she did throw out through by that point. I was like, okay, I'm just writing off any attempt at police behaving like police. So it, it just got that out of the way right at the beginning. Well, the well number one, they didn't seem to have any kind of backup or like, I'm assuming know, when they yeah. do an arrest like this, meet, there's like, yeah. there's no, no one like observing. There's yeah. no one. It's like, they've been missing, you know, by the end of this movie, she's been missing for a while, like five hours or something when yeah. she went off to do this deal. It's like, I think someone at the station just goes, Hey, isn't uh isn't, isn't Judith off uh, doing an arms deal? Shouldn't <laughs> no, she, she's fine. She's back by now? No, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's like, fine. Don't worry about it. I just feel like there's a lot more involved in an undercover operation like that. And and, and <laughs> I literally yeah. just says you're under arrest at one yeah. point yeah. and they shoot him. That's like, the other that thing. Was your strategy? That that's the other thing. I don't think they ever actually do that. Like I feel I feel like they make sure that you are not armed when that happens. Do you know what I mean? Like like they get the evidence and then they arrest you later or whatever. Um, Why would they but, arrest him at his home? Yeah, so, something. You know, that, that's what these. That's what an undercover operation is for: is for getting information, building evidence, and like, it's not for busting people, like whipping out your gun with you and yeah. one partner who you're dating. 
Yeah, that was the other thing is maybe you don't, you don't, don't set together. Yeah. Not even just dating. They're living. They Oh, I'm so glad we moved in together. But uh, or actually, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, and I, in my head they were basically married. So like I was just like you know what you know like well, you were really committed to this relationship while yeah, you were watching it. Weren't well, you? I I really was sold. I I liked I liked the guy because he reminded me of the guy from the IT crowd. Do you know what I mean? The, the husband. Oh, okay. And in uh, fact, yeah, I was I like, I was like, this is 92. I wonder if it's him. It's like, you have to be really young when he did it, but maybe, and it, you know, it mm-hmm. wasn't him, but like, he looked a lot like him. And that, that yeah. kind of sold me, I think on them. Also, even though the acting wasn't great, you know, like I, I, I liked her. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I thought she I was cool. She yeah. was well yeah. cast, if not for yeah. the acting, just for the presence. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the sad thing about the writing. Cause it's like, she's really believable as a cop. In general, it's like she yes. should be able to play a convince. Like you know, I mean, in Babylon Five, she was a military yeah. captain and totally sold that she was a person like that. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's all on the writing as far as the ridiculousness of the police in this movie. Yeah, Babylon Five is really drawing from a lot of our uh, they, 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 <laughs> casting from a lot of our our movies. It seems lately, huh? Because you know, we it had does the, seem that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, and. So, so yeah, so the police work was that, but the thing is that dream sequence, I kind of loved it and hated it at the same time. I, I, so, so number one, once they explained the premise, I really liked the premise a lot. I liked the idea that there was this demon, basically like a demon child trying to be born through her. Yeah. And there was this mysterious other figure that I assumed must be God or an angel or something like that. Yeah, that's why I went with it, too. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, no, this is your unborn child fighting for you. That's actually pretty cool. That's like a a really interesting concept. And, uh, and, 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 And also just the way that, like that's explained at the end and it gives you know because you are kind of like what's with the two kids playing war like you know the whole movie that's all your that's all i was thinking is what's with the two kids playing war and then it made sense and i also liked a lot that they used war something about like that's i don't Mm. think i've ever seen that card game used in a movie in this way like is there a movie that's used war in you know, maybe maybe I'm forgetting something. But the only I, I, time I remember seeing War as a card game in a movie, aside from this, was National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation. Okay. That's, that's actually which is, the only other time. Which is one uh, vacation that takes him to like the the dirt casino, and they have War there, and he gets his ass kicked. And that, that's like one vacation movie after I stopped counting vacation movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that was a that, good time to stop counting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give that one a minute. I'm I'm up through Christmas Vacation. I saw I saw most of that one in a waiting room at a doctor's office, and it was enough. I saw about forty minutes in a doctor's office once. Yeah, and... well, Christmas Vacation is like unbelievably good. Yeah, it's like an American classic, uh, and I'll, like they never captured that lightning ever again. No, no. Well, I mean, and European wasn't any good, and that was even before Christmas. Yeah. So, but uh... yeah, I because the very first one is a classic. Oh uh, yeah, and that one's a classic. I can't think of any other National Lampoon's movies where I'm like, this is definitely no, not even Van Wilder. Or, I actually haven't seen Van Wilder, but um, nope, me either. Yeah, no, but, uh, didn't didn't anymore. I would it. actually need a list of Lampoon's movies just because I feel like I'm probably forgetting one of the ones that I like. But um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I uh, I I liked that they used war and. I don't know. It, it also because it's a game that like I haven't played that game since I was a kid. Like I don't, you know. Same. But that's it's that's a real, a, it is a kid game. Yeah, you know? like it's not. 
It's oh, not yeah. the same thing as poker, where poker kind of requires this world weariness to, to really get enjoyable. Mm. Uh, war isn't like that. War is like, bam, this happens. Bam, yeah. that happens. It plays you an eight-year-old, you know? Well, it works because they're kids, or they're, at least they're in kids' bodies. I don't know exactly. Their spirits is, is all we really know. But sure. also, thematically, they're playing war, and they're, war, they're, they're, they're spirits that are at war with each well, other, basically. So, and it's a... It's a game where you don't need a lot of information about the game state to infer yes. who was winning and losing. Yes. Uh, so in the very end, when they focus in on the cards, and it's like I have this, I have this jack of of spades or whatever, and it's evil because you know obviously that's an evil, evil suit, or evil suit, and I'm gonna win. And the guy and the kid plays like the ace of hearts, and it's like, yeah, ace beats jack, fool, go back to hell. <laughs> I, I did yeah. get into this movie. Uh, full disclosure, I actually it took me for a ride. The uh, the performances are admittedly wooden. The pacing is a little off, and yes, the dialogue is dumb, but the cinematography is fucking on fire. Give yeah. it that. Yeah, and it's it's it is it is an enjoyable movie. If the, if like if you if this is the I mean yeah I I I really enjoyed it overall. It's it's pretty creative for what it is. It's yeah. It's I mean <laughs> there's. Yeah, I obviously you have to make allowances, but I, I overall well, really I, enjoyed I love it. That everything was grimy and sweaty and yeah. miserable in this movie. That was really fantastic. And uh-huh. everyone, even and, the attractive lead actress who was in great shape and looked really good, they like made certain she was sweaty and miserable yeah. and beaten and like just always had this pained look on her face. And I was like, I love this. This is what I came to this movie for. And even yeah, even I... some of the bad things kind of worked. Like the wooden acting, it was wooden, but like it worked. For the, there, this is a schlocky movie, right? Like it's it, got it like was a, fine yeah, for the level yeah, of movie. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, I, I'd be okay with it being better, but it doesn't need to be. But it would almost but, be. Yeah. I feel like it would almost be more forgetful if it was like well produced. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It would be like a early '90s horror movie that just. Kind of, but but something about some of the woodenness, some of the quirkiness of the characters. Like all all of the characters are likable, even if the acting's wooden. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I like yeah. all the characters, even though they're well, there's there, there's a pulpiness. I mean, this is a very pulpy kind of movie, and yeah. so it's like, yeah, broad acting works well when you're going with that That's, aesthetic. Like, I feel like it would have if it were an '80s movie, we wouldn't even have noticed. Do you know what I mean? We'd just been like, oh, it's just mm. hammy '80s acting. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, even I mean, this is '92. Even in '92, yeah. I wouldn't have thought much yeah. about it. Cause we're still kind of almost in the same space. But like stuff like with like the security guard and him, like everything that like, like okay, the, like this movie did a good job of like kind of getting you to wonder what's going on exactly. Like he has yeah. this, he's it ordering really chicken from this guy, and they're kind of. They're, they're they're you're not sure if they're busting balls or if they're legitimately don't like each other and then he gets there and you're like oh maybe he's like a creep like you like you don't know and then you're like oh no they're friends like they have an established I, relationship i read them as being friends like in the middle of the phone call mm-hmm. i was like is he really then by the end of the phone call i was like nah they're really friends and they're just that's just the way they are i, I wasn't was sure fun. i like that relationship I wasn't sure until he offered them the beer. That's when I was like, uh, okay, he's <laughs> definitely friends with yeah, them. Like, yeah, yeah. I, the other thing I liked about that whole thing too is that, you know, you meet, you see this kid in the chicken shop and he's just this kid with this like terrible attitude who's just being <laughs> yeah. kind of a jerk, you know, <laughs> way beyond what's necessary. And 
then it's like this guy who's this this security guard who's proud of the fact he's built this life where he never <laughs> talks to anybody and sits on his butt all day. That's like his idol. He's like yeah. for life advice well, for this you know, guy. You know who I saw him as? Great. He was like who? he was like a poor man's Marty McFly. Because instead yeah. of instead of being best friends with like a physicist, he's best I mean, he friends with. They even have the line about "Don't don't call me a chicken" or whatever. Yeah, so that calls him a chicken. They yeah. even literally take that from back. I mean, it's got yeah. a double meaning too, because of course he's the guy who works the chicken yeah. shop. But but still, <laughs> they they are definitely evoking a little bit of Marty McFly there. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like if you had Marty McFly the metalhead instead of the rocker. Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah. it really is like yeah. that. They give him a leather jacket and everything. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was a likable guy and then like also like the 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 runaway girl like the I don't know she was home. she looked like she she looked like she came out of um uh um a mad max movie or something like just yeah, yeah i wasn't sure what was going on when the, she the jumped into boy the girl yeah yeah <laughs> but but she was also like she was surprising number one because it's like wait what the hell's going on there's a new character yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like to kill her in a really weird way too well but i liked that i because she was the character i was like oh no they're gonna let her live because she's a sweet like runaway girl and <laughs> she's the love nope. interest uh, and like no she gets stabbed through the eye out. And then I was like, "Oh, she's gonna be blind for the rest of the movie." How to? No, she's dead. She's dead. Yeah, she's on she's the ground dead. and dead. <laughs> As if she knew it was the evil spirit, she's gonna have her yeah. eye knocked out. Then she's gonna be able to see the spirits yeah. with, her, with her missing eye. Oh no! <laughs> it, it was like I knew the security. So the security guard, you knew, you knew he was gonna die. But like her, yeah. well, I, he I was doomed. Yeah. yeah. That, that part where she's well, go, going back to bad policing. It's like, hey, you go back to the office <laughs> on your own because I've got to stay with this prisoner because as a police officer, I have no idea how to move somebody that I've just just arrested. Yeah. I got I got to stay here. You go back on your own. That was, uh, I was like, Speaking okay. of that guy, I loved his performance in this movie. He was that kind of like, like criminally intense sort of dude <laughs> where like, I don't know how much of that performance was cocaine, but it was just the right. Yeah, he he was like yeah. a coked up guy. He was like one of these characters that's like just committing crimes just because it's a he, he can. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he he's got other things it's to do, but he sees an opportunity and it's like, oh no, I need to commit this crime because I'm a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just you know when he's gonna kill the uh, guy from the chicken shop, it's just like okay. Well, well, and I like that he like fires the gun in the air to see the guy's reaction and like, <laughs> shooting him. Nothing efficient about it. He's like straight up gloating. Yeah, it's just something wonderful about his presence, though. Like he's just—he's one of those dudes, and like you—you you know, guys like that, you know, who they—they like—they like being intense because they like the reaction it gets out of people. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I, I really was in that scene when he was just like greasing up to uh to, to the the chicken delivery boy <laughs> just being like hey you ever seen a dead body like that's really the energy he gave off yeah yeah no well also i like the fact like he created a sense of unease like you were never comfortable until he was dead because he was always this wild card that you knew was going to do- disrupt things and cause problems for the protagonists and so mm-hmm. it's just like they they like the whole just the whole time I'm just like just shoot him in the head lady just kill him yeah. you know he's going to be a problem you don't you know, like I know she's a cop she can't do that but like there's more than enough you know valid reason for firing and killing the guy right because of all the you know things that have been going on um, I kind of feel like the second the actual demonic toys showed up police procedure needs to have like 
it, like these were extenuating circumstances. This guy had to die. We <laughs> knew he was going to be bad. Yeah. yeah like yeah. If an if, if an external like supernatural or alien <laughs> threat shows up, you have to kind of get rid of the 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 you know <laughs> or all everyone in prison will be executed when the aliens show up just as a precaution temporary suspension of protocol <laughs> but but he he was just but but again he he, he worked as a character even though he, and also i think this is a movie that is like an argument for why stock characters can be good in films doing like like uh-huh. these are mostly you know stock this characters is a good movie for that because yeah. i think it's almost all stock characters yeah isn't it? i don't think yeah. we have well, Maybe the cop, the badass cop girl, is a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah. Because she has moments of vulnerability and things, and she's much more yeah. fleshed out. Um, but, like, oh, yeah, almost even all the bad guys. A demon who wants a baby is pretty stock, <laughs> you know? I, it is. We just got done watching Rosemary's Baby. That was exactly that movie. Um, unhinged criminal, criminal who got shot in the first scene. That's a stock character. A fat security yeah. guard. Uh, teenage punk who has a surprising depth of heroism even though he's kind of a shithead uh, like all of them they're all stock characters and they're great they're actually really entertaining in this movie yeah and it's, it's a good argument it's a good goddamn argument brendan i i feel like too this movie what, what what i was kind of intrigued by was i was looking at the toys and i'm like you know i feel like one of the things that must have sold this film is like this is going to be a dirt cheap movie to make because all we have to do is go to Toys R Us, and like half of our half of our demonic toys are just dolls, and just they, like they're just taking like robots off the shelf, basically, and putting like a blade on the front. And you know, th- there's a couple that have like unique characteristics and are animatronic and stuff, but a lot of them look like they were just on a stick in the background. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it didn't oh, yeah. need well, to be more than that. Puppets. Yeah. So so I feel like the the. Uh, we should talk about the toys they they are the thing that sold the movie yeah yeah and i will say i really feel like the main bad guy should have been more toyish i get that like there's something kind of connective tissue between him wanting to be a child and him being characterized as a child and there being toys but there's not a strong connective tissue that's like Mm. a thematic connection almost yeah they they never they never run a thread through it like no, like, if, if it hadn't, you know, because the thing is, he was buried there, and they put a warehouse of toys there, but it yeah, could have yeah. been a warehouse of reanimated toasters they were fighting if it just happened to have different you stuff just in the warehouse. demonic toasters. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I do agree that that is... Because I, I guess what we'll have to see is, you know, if we, if we, if we like, go and review demonic toys versus who do they fight again? Puppet Master. The puppet master. Oh, they do fight the puppet and master. I, that's the thing. And, we were spoiled by Puppet Master. That movie uh, goes through great pains to tell you why the puppets are evil and what's up yeah. with them. This one's like, there's a demon nearby and the toys are evil. Just fucking roll with it. Go, go. Well, what I like is no the pain. toys all had these fully fleshed out personalities, too. So it was like, yeah, they where is this like coming robots. from? Yeah, because like, they just awakened. And like, yeah. like what was what was the oopsie-daisy one? What was that? What was that one's name? Was it Oopsie Daisy? Oopsie Daisy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this, is this the end of Oopsie? And 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 it's always swearing, right? Like, is this yeah. it just needlessly? Is this the fucking end of Oopsie Daisy? Just like you know, all all the There's something really just over the top enough about Whoopsie Daisy that I yeah. love. Yeah, well, it was unnerving. Something about that doll was un because it shouldn't have been the lead doll. The, the Jack in the Box should have been the lead doll by like 
these kinds of horror movie standards. Do you know what I mean? That's the I mascot. I think the baby doll was the creepiest, and therefore no, it yeah, was the one that deserved leadership. No, it and, was. But I mean, if you showed me a lineup of these tolls, and I'm like the producer, I'd be like, "Oh, the Jack yeah, in the I Box." Like the too. You know what I mean? The yeah, Jack in the Box is just like the natural. Clown, you know it, um, it is. You're, it's iconic, and like I think that's what goes on the cover. But and like all the movies, that Jack in the Box. But Adam's correct. Baby doll was the creepiest. Like the, mm-hmm. the it 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 worked. But I just it I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting it's the <laughs> moment I saw the Jack in the Box. I'm like, oh, that's the that's the lead bad guy right there. And it was like, nope, that's not. It's not even close. It's it's no. like it's like a third at the at it's the, the at casualty. The, it, yeah, it's the one that gets taken out easily. It's and, a really cool one though. Like the design on that's really good. And then when they kill it, it's all green and pulpy and gross. <laughs> Then they take the puppet and shoot it with a shotgun like it's scanners and it explodes everywhere. I mm-hmm. love it. But yeah, and, and just also that, you know, Whoopsie Daisy, that's the one that kills the girl. I can't remember. I think her name was, was it Anne? Was that the name of the girl? Um, I have no idea. I Honestly, I, I had to look Judith's name up because none of the character names. Oh, I, thought you were just Karen, I thought you were just making that up. I didn't know she was actually named Judith. Yeah, her Ju- Ju- name was Judith. Judith, Judith, Judith Gray. Yes. Uh, and... No. Yeah, yeah. I veto that name. And I think her Doesn't nickname was Jude. Ass. I think they called her Jude a couple of times too. And Jude, I think so, because you can kind of you can see where they were like, she's Judo Jude because she kicks that one guy. Yeah, and the uh, her boyfriend was Matt Cable, which is a character from Swamp Thing and the Sandman. So I don't know if that was a deliberate reference, but wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember Matt Cable in the Sandman. What what did he do? Matt Cable was the uh, crow. Well, the Raven, oh. sorry, not Crow, or the Raven that the... the, the oh, he, oh my God, he was. He's Matt Cable yeah. for Swamp Thing, but he's just uh, in a different form. So after he dies, he becomes the uh, Raven. But, I love uh, that Raven. So, oh, yeah, weird digression. But, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just saw that name. I thought, I wonder if that came from there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, it, 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 the... Uh... I do think they could have threaded those things a little bit better, but I don't know that it's, again, it's a full moon movie. I don't know that I want them to necessarily connect the toys to the demon as well. Like I would, if it were like a higher budget movie, I'd expect that to be more tightly bound. But here I was, you know, oh, I was like, you, okay. Uh, did you catch the, speaking of this being a full moon movie, did you catch the scene where they were watching puppet master in the back? Yeah, I did yes. see that. I that did was see great. That. Did pick up on that. Um, and I also liked the uh, the flashback scene too, where the creepy couple tried to help him come into the world the first time, and it didn't work. I thought that was a you know kind of an interesting. Yeah, that was that was film. a good little part. That of was it. I. My favorite part of that scene, of course, was whenever the trick or treaters came by and they just handed them the fetus, and like <laughs> you gotta plant it, and like they just entrusted the Dark Lord's resurrection to random trick or treaters, and you know what? That's that's pretty cool. Uh, I I love that they the the producers of the movie were like, we need this scene in there. This is the only thing that links this demon's story to a time and place that makes any sense. Yeah, but let's do it as lazy as we can. I don't want to pay a writer. Just the element of them being in the middle of like trying to birth their dark lord, and then there's like a knock at the door, and it's like, oh, trick or treaters, we better go go take them some candy. It's just <laughs> answering the door in that situation is just so so I, funny. All I by feel itself. like I feel like devil worship was just a hobby for them. Like they, it wasn't their religion. <laughs> it was like you know what? We've been together for forty five years. I love you, but we need to spice it up. What do you think? 
How about devil worship? You know what, Meredith? You're right. Let's worship the devil. I, I say I, no, I like when he when he takes when he's got he's got the the dead demon baby in his hands. Just like oh, you know, old friend. Hopefully, well, it's like you know he like knew he's like knew him in one of his previous incarnations. And he, like, mm. I forget exactly what he said to him, <laughs> but that uh, that was just a really nice touch there. Well, and I liked how sweet the couple was too. They were just they were so <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it was disarming. That goes back to the. Back to the uh, rosemary's baby comparisons too yeah. where it's just these these kind old people that are the the real satanists that's the that's the lesson we've learned this month. yeah don't it's trust cool. old people right that's the yeah. uh <laughs> I, I already didn't but also that answer the door scene was kind of good at building some tension because i was sort of like i was like oh what's gonna happen here you know uh, i you know it's like oh maybe the dark lord is now angry with them and they're going to be just you know it just seems like something would happen in a movie like this like the, the couple that failed to bring bring them into the world is murdered by cultists or by uh, agents yeah. of the you know um but no it's trick-or-treaters they're just like oh you know you want something better than a than candy <laughs> and i'm thinking no it can't be they're not gonna like like there's only one thing that it could be right that they have yeah. that they've shown us and so yeah. uh yeah so, so it's that's a like the the entire resurrect the antichrist thing in this movie is like a poorly planned bank heist yeah. <laughs> you know, well, just everything goes yeah. wrong and it's all sloppy it's also not clear exactly what's like in Rosemary's Baby. You know this is going to be like an antichrist-like figure, like some kind of something bad all over the world is going to happen. I didn't, yeah, I, mean, I didn't get the impression it was like the end of the world. It's just yeah. like this spirit will get up to mischief and yeah. do horrible things. But yeah, it didn't. The stakes were personal. They weren't. They didn't feel like you know apocalyptic stakes or anything in this movie, which I like. I'm fine with that. And I liked how yeah. her her child was the toy soldier. That was kind of a nice little touch. Yeah, to, didn't yeah. see that one coming. I wasn't it, sure what was going on with the toy soldier until they they kind of fleshed it out a little more. Yeah, yeah well, because the toy soldier when we when he guides her towards the eggs at that time, because she gets intercepted, I thought, oh, okay, maybe the toy soldier was just luring him so that he could rob her of hope. But my other thing too, though, is that toy soldier first time she goes, "Look, there's a door over here yeah. behind you that's been here this whole time <laughs> by the exit, and you just for some reason are not going near it." <laughs> so I was just, <laughs> it was just another case. Like you'd think she would have found that door on her own, but she's well, not a very good cop. I think we've established that. Yeah, I know, I know. I just I like to think she was an MMA fighter, and then she got into police work. Like it was like a secondary <laughs> line for. Her. Yeah, I, she was really built. Like, she, like again, she had a really good physical presence, but like, it's not yeah. a great cop. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like she was modeled a little bit after Sarah Connor or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like the from the T two mm -hmm. era, Sarah Connor. You know, just mm -hmm. that kind of a figure. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's also this this whole thing takes place in a warehouse too. Do you know what I mean? Which again, yeah. is kind of goes what? to the budget thing, but but you know, they do a good job as filmmakers. It's not the only. Because it starts outside in almost like in three fourths of the cases of the characters, they're outside this thing and yeah. go into the warehouse. And the movie, the cinematography and and the way they block scenes and the way they move the camera in scenes, does a good job of making you feel like hemmed in and claustrophobic in a place yeah. that is dangerous to you. So it, they do a good job with a very limited budget there. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I really got to hand it to the movie. I, I felt like I was in a hot, uncomfortable, stinking old warehouse filled with monsters. Yeah, well, I like stuff. 
I like the whole sequence with the security guard going back too, where you've got the kid watching through the window and everything mm. and kind of observing yeah. and reporting everything. That whole sequence was really well done, I yeah. thought. Well, and I well, liked that that sequence that that it, they didn't do the thing where like he goes off, he gets murdered, but they don't know what happened to him, which yeah. is oh, yeah. normally what happens. Yeah. And like the movie makes sure you see a lot of that getting eaten. Because, like, he gets eaten for, like, a minute and a half. Yeah. Like, he's still dying, and they're still munching on him. And he's like, oh, no, they're still yeah. eating me. And I don't know, I don't know if the movie is smart enough to have made the obvious fat joke there. I don't know if that's a fat joke, that it takes them a long time to eat the fat guy. Huh. Oh, maybe is it was. It... I, didn't, I hadn't thought of that. Because yeah, he does I, have the most drawn-out death, doesn't he? He's like, uh... He dies for a long time, and it's because he's getting eaten. And this there's a lot to eat. That it's could be. Well, it's, the, it's the, he, he took a long time killing that uh, that that other arms dealer, the one that that was wounded at the beginning. Oh yeah, he bleeded ever, and you know, cut his fingers off and all kinds of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know who took the longest. Well, time and she and Whoopsie Daisy did call him Fatso or something, right? Like she said, she said something like. Whoopsie Daisy's pretty harsh, actually, when she when she kills people. Uh, she goes right for the <laughs> yeah. jugular with those insults. Um, yeah. But not uh, the stabbing that hurts; it's the words. It's the words. <laughs> it's the words. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you might be right about that, Joel. I'm thinking about it. I think you might be onto something. I didn't notice that. I just was. I but I do remember thinking. This is kind of a drawn out death sequence. Like I feel like and I feel like they're not giving it the proper due of how, you know, horrible yeah. it is that he you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh Well, they, there's a sense of anarchic fun about this movie. Yeah. A, a lot of like nineties slasher style horror movies kinda had that. So there is a little bit of that that I think softens it in general. Because like when the girl's getting her eyes stabbed out, that's not a gut wrenching scene, but that is a gut wrenching thing to have happen to someone. So yeah, there's a little bit of just enjoying the gore and violence yeah. that it's celebrating in. But, like, yeah, even, even correcting for that, that scene goes on a long time, and there's no one, like, no one's like, oh, my God, they're eating him. How horrible. Like, no, nothing. He's just sitting there being like, oh, no, they're eating me. All my fat rolls. No, not the lower layer of fat. You're almost okay. all the way to the. <laughs> you keep using that voice. Right We're gonna have to give lead, red letter media yeah. residuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good impression. That's a really good impression. Um, it's like I, spot. Uh, it's so spot on. I'm getting nervous. The thing um, is, like, that's my my parents were drunks, and so like. <laughs> That's what an alcoholic sounds like when they get really shit faced, and it's that's why I gravitated. I think I think it must so be a Midwestern bad. drunk thing because my grandparents were drunks and they didn't sound like that. They sounded dude, like, yes, coastal Australian, drunks are different. Yeah, yeah, no, Australian drunks don't sound like that either. So, so I think yeah. what we're learning also is that drunks around the world sound different. <laughs> <but> that's a... <laughs> yeah. you can always identify someone's nationality by getting them drunk. I yeah. think. <laughs> but so when I start talking like that for real, you guys will know for a damn fact I'm from the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where this place is all about. He's, he doesn't own being drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that scene is you know. But what I wanted to know too is that 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 robot that had the the 
the plasma blasters or whatever those were. That was radical. <laughs> those looked good, right? They, they did, they but it was the only explosion. one that had like a ranged that, technological attack. Robots. Oh, there were two. They, oh, okay. Blow one up, and then another one shoots lasers. So okay. robots get lasers. That's the rule. And they get destroyed by fire with the uh, raid can. Uh, <laughs> which they set up the raid can though early. They did the, the Chekhov's yeah. bug spray, or they like earlier <laughs> yeah. on in the movie. Oh, I hate all these cockroaches, yeah. girl. Which was all I could think during that scene was your chicken is getting bombarded with raid before you eat it because he's spraying it like within. Within a foot of the... I know. And he holds it down for a long time. I was like, man, yeah. I do not want to be in that room after he's been holding yeah. that thing if, down for 30 seconds. Anyone who's sprayed raid knows just that that stuff gets... It, it's a plume. I know. Yeah, I, I had the same thought. The thing is, though, I was thinking the foreshadowing. I'm like, ooh, what's up with the bugs? What's going to happen with the roaches in this movie? But it was the, the spray can was the thing they were setting up, so... Yeah, you're expecting some demonic roach to kind of come up later in the film or something. And, yeah. 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 Nope, because he's killed them That's with the raid. Like That's the. Fat, so. yep. I just want to see is... the deleted scene where he just takes the raid hand, just sprays it directly on the chicken, and takes a bite. <laughs> <laughs> Gives it flavor. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, he's just such a sloppy. Just I don't know. Just, that that. The moment he did that, I was just like, what is this guy's problem? Like, you do not do that around food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was... And it's also like he had just given the guy a beer, so, like, to be given a beer and then get... Uh -huh. had this raid explode all around you. Just... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's really good. Also, man, those are some fake-looking roaches. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what those were. There was something really wonky about that, the roach sequence. Um but it got the point across, I suppose. So, yeah, so, you know. the roaches weren't what we were supposed to be paying attention to. We were apparently supposed to be paying attention to the raid. Um, it paid off. I, there's a lot of things like that in this movie. Like I, I keep knocking this movie and I keep telling it it's not smart. But honestly, I think it was smarter than me because yeah. I remember this movie being like really schlocky and dumb when I was a kid. But now that I watch it again, I'm like, actually, the structure of it, the, like kind of like a in media res it does with the dream and all this mm -hmm. like all this stuff is really smart, you know, like, and like, there are a lot of really clever camera tricks that they use to disguise the fact that they have a horrifically low budget, but not just to disguise it, but to like make it artful and entertaining so that you're, you're genuinely enjoying this, this like, you know, $15,000 plus my mom's minivan movie. Yeah. Now for a low budget movie, this was really well done. I have to say they, did, they Wait, probably did the best they could with what they had. Yeah, I enjoy. I mean, I really wanted to rip it apart. When, like I was going into it, like I <laughs> demonic yeah, toys. You know, this is going to be an easy this movie. Yeah, this is this is this will be like shooting fish in a barrel. And 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 it, it well, that that police procedural scene aside, that you know, <laughs> it, I I didn't. I mean, again, it, it's it, it is what it is. It's a schlocky movie. So like, I'm not saying it was like Silence of the Lambs, but like, no, I didn't have but any. By the, by, the, by the standards of what I've seen is on that new moon channel on Amazon, which is what we watched it on. It's like, it looks like it's way, way up at the top. Of yeah. The full full moon. That channel. Yeah. Full moon <laughs> has some real, real. I was thinking earlier this week, we really got to do like a week where we do like toxic Avenger and terror vision and like all of these oh, real really terror vision. Have you seen terror vision, Joel? 
I want to say that I have. I don't remember, though. It's That's the... my answer, too. I'm like, I have a feeling I've oh seen my it, God. but it, I can't recall. It's... I remember seeing... Okay, so I saw a movie, and maybe this is Terravision, and maybe it isn't. You'll have to, you'll have to adjust my thinking on this, where there was an alien monster that came in and it, like, beamed down through a satellite dish into this, like, suburban neighborhood, and the That's... aliens kept trying to tell the kids, hey, look, there's a, there's a monster yeah. that's going to eat you. Is that terrible? Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, if I remember, it's like, the, it's, it's the, like, like the, the aliens have these pets and they're these big beasts and when they go, they go rabid eventually and so that's why they're getting rid of it and, you know, it, it, yeah, it runs. Yeah, the equivalent of flushing it down a toilet. Yeah. I, I love that. And, and there's like an Elvira stand-in called Medusa. Yes. It's, it's beautiful. The movie is just, and it could have only been done in the eighties, um, you know. But, but movies like that, and movies like Toxic Avenger, and there was another film that leapt to mind too during the week when I was thinking about this. But just those kind of movies, I would like to, uh, I would like to explore at some point. Um, and this movie got me thinking more about that. But, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I really enjoyed this one. I had fun watching it. Um, it was consistently entertaining to me. Uh, it, it didn't. It was it was weird because it was sort of pretentious in some ways because like you're saying it had like the dream sequence and things like that but it didn't feel too it didn't feel like it didn't talk down to you yeah it, like that's that's something about this movie is that its pretentiousness was to, to the benefit of the audience and not every pretentious movie does that some of them really kind of talk down to you this one didn't this one's like look I know we're in the dirt but we can put our monocles on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a I can monocle and so can you type thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, uh, you know. You're, you're neither too stupid to enjoy the smart parts nor too smart to enjoy the stupid parts yeah, of this movie. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. It's that, and full moon movies are kind of, you know, it's a certain, <laughs> you know, they, 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 I don't, I, I can't imagine that most full moon movies have high critical ratings. Do you know what I mean? Like this one's like, what, like what do, do we know what this one is on rotten tomatoes? It's gotta be low. It's gotta be low. You think uh, so? I, I don't know. I, I feel like fond reminiscence might elevate it. I, I let's look it up. Demonic toys. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Rotten tomatoes. And just so the listeners know, we're recording this like after midnight. So if this is an yeah. odd episode, it's because we're, <laughs> it's very late. So the audience score is 30%. And I don't think Oof. it even it doesn't even have a critical score there. Just, I don't think. I would like to add to it's not after midnight for Joel, so he has no excuse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's in another time zone. I'm just that. normal drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do the Mr. Plinkett voice every chance I get. So it really just sounds like a generic drunk voice to me, though. So I just I just worry that their lawyers are gonna be coming after us with uh for all of our all of our sweet horror express money that we make. Um, all right, look you guys, I'm a lawyer run out of media. And you got to stop knocking off making fun of me. <laughs> but uh yeah, but, I'm, sure, I'm sure red letter media is really really yeah, on the side of protecting ip and not letting people use segments or things of anything <laughs> that would uh that's, that's be their agenda. scans for what they do. But uh 500 see. ratings, 500 people reviewed yeah. this movie and it averaged a 30 percent. i gotta tell you i'm thinking it's probably oh no it's just generally a three two three star thing okay it's like... i'm gonna read the reception section from wikipedia uh okay. critical reception for demonic toys has been mostly negative tv guide awarded the film one out of a possible four stars 
The reviewer criticized the film for its hackneyed story and unimaginative creatures, calling it a rehash of the company's Puppet Master series. J.R. McNamara from Digital uh, Retribution panned the film, criticizing the film's weak script and poor acting. We kind of we went the other way. We praised the, 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 the poor acting. Um, Video Hound's Golden <laughs> Movie Retriever awarded the yeah. film one and a half out of a possible four bones. That's a stupid system. In their review, they called the film <laughs> skimpily scripted. No, I'm serious. Four, four bones is a stupid system. Uh, ba- I just love how raw that is. It's yeah. like, no, bones, fuck you. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just like we could have stars. We have bones. It, Go to hell. It's, it's like, it's, it's like a Halloween theme magazine awarding four pumpkins for instead of four stars. You know. Um, I deserve five pumpkins, you yeah. son of a bitch. BasementRejects.com awarded the film a mixed score, five slash ten. Writing with its cheap feel, with a cheap feel, dull script and poor acting, Demonic Toys does reach the so bad it's good level. Often the full moon movies are just bad, but this one will keep you laughing. Felix Vasquez from Cinema. I feel like that's. I feel like that's dismissive, though. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. We've been talking about this movie for like an hour. Okay, so like, here's that's as much as you can get. There's the thing about so good it's bad. There's there's that they're talking about ironic enjoyment. They're talking about it's so it's so bad that I can enro- ironically enjoy it as good. And yeah. and what we're talking about is more like well, no, we we understand why it's bad, but we can still enjoy. You know what I mean? Like that. It's it's a different yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I I. Because, yeah, I mean, for me, I, I appreciated what they were doing with what they had. Yeah. It's not me going, oh, you guys really fucked it up, and it's hilarious that you fucked this you all guys up. guys are so yeah, bad. I, I think, I'm yeah. I'm seated, you know? Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree with that. But uh... so, so here's one that was a little more positive from uh, Felix Vasquez. He says, uh, or Vasquez, he says, uh, Demonic Toys is a schlocky and campy bit of terror fair. And one that I fondly enjoyed is the first time experience. Plus, you have to appreciate the commitment of uh, Daniel Kearney as the evil kid of the piece who is never above terrorizing and taunting his victims like a mini Kruger before sending his toys. You know, I have to say the kid that they did a really good job with the kid because they gave him that adult voice and the kid actually I mean, you know, he's he's a kid was good even with his voice dubbed over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was, I, I, that was kid, that was the kid kind of stole the show, and like they did little subtle creepy things with him, like his eye color and his little talons, perfect, mm-hmm. absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the kid was really effective. He was kind of like, what was the who was the main bad guy from Children of the Corn? Not Malachi, oh, the other one. No, no, I know who you're talking about the weird oh, one, man. the weird one, the weird one, the weird one, the one that you know, the one, the the one. You know which one I'm talking about. It's been ages since I've seen Children of the Corn. Yeah, the, same here. We may have to put that one on. We should probably do a Stephen King movie month at some point. We've discussed uh, well, uh, children doing Children of the Corn, definitely. I know that's well, been on one of our You know, lists, we're doing Sleepwalkers, right? So maybe we could, maybe that could yeah, be the beginning. That'll be our segue into uh, <laughs> Stephen King month. That, honestly, I, I almost can't think of a better one. Because, like, it's not, it's not like Langoliers bad, but it's also not... It's not like The Shining good, you know? It's, yeah. It's one of those things well, where... Well, like, okay, kinda, so The Shining isn't a Stephen King movie. I refuse to... <laughs> it, it's a Stanley Kubrick movie, and that's you why and it's Stephen good. You and Stephen King have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
It's, the it's, one movie that's really visionary and changed like the face of horror cinema. He's like, no, nah, I just own that. Yeah, well, I want but the made for TV version. It's true well, though. It, that's it's, it's, it's having read the book. It's like, I mean, I, obviously Kubrick's Shining is a masterpiece at what it is, but it's not the book in any way whatsoever. It totally, <laughs> it totally loses what's good about the book. Actually, so I, I know where I know where the thing is too. You can tell reading because I mean. The Shining is a book Stephen King wrote real early in his career before mm. he was this established success. And the book is so dripping with fear of failure and having to raise a family when mm. you, you fucked up your life and and just yeah. taking this risk of being a writer. And it's like there's it, it is a really personal book. And basically mm. the movie jettisoned all of that. <laughs> so I, I you know. Like I said, I like the movie The Shining, but I also get why Stephen King has the feelings well, about it that he does. Because, well, if we did Stephen King, what would be? Say we do four Stephen King movies, and one of them is Sleepwalkers. What should the three others be? What would be? Uh, that's a tough. How about Cat's Eye? I'd want to do Cat's oh, Eye. Oh, we should. We, we should do. Uh, that's a good one. Carrie, I uh, would think, would need to be. Carrie's a good one. Um, well, there's a lot of ones that are like not super well known nowadays, like Silver Bullet. Dead Zone's really Silver good. Bullet would be I an like interesting one. Silver Bullet's like, like a, a very, eighties Stephen King movie, right? Like it is very eighties. Yeah. Um, we we could do the uh, the made for TV it. I don't want to do the new it, but the old it I wouldn't mind doing. Uh, that one was a good one, especially the first half of that was really creepy as hell. I I, I yeah that that's a long haul though. That's like a. That one's kind of like I, I. All I remember is this is battery acid, you slime. That's the. the that was a cool fucking line, yeah. though. But, or um, what was the other one? Um, misery would be one to do. Ooh, misery. Misery's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Or we could do fucking trucks. Trucks. Okay. Yeah. So what we should do is we should do like something, we do, we... something good, something bad, something great. And something really terrible. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that that's that's I think the way to do Stephen King. <laughs> you know. Okay. Okay, and we have to exclude The Shining since we talked about it. Like yeah. I feel like you're right. That's a yeah. Good I think I think like something like I think like one of his yeah. great ones would be like Misery, Carrie. You know, even Christine. I would be, be yeah. totally fine with reviewing The Shining sometime, but just not as part of Stephen King month. That's all. Let's let's respect the king's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. But yeah, so but yeah. I but I but getting back to demonic toys, we could do we could do in the tall grass too, which is on Netflix because I've read that, but I haven't actually seen it, and that might be. I haven't read or seen it. I haven't read. I haven't read or seen it. So okay, I don't even yeah. know what the fuck that is. But okay, uh, it's it's actually a one he and his son Joe Hill wrote together. But, oh uh, really? Yeah, I do like Joe Hill. Um, I didn't yeah. know that was Stephen King's son. Why does he have a different last name? So because the, he, uh, it, it, when he put, put his first books out, he kept it a secret that he was Stephen King's son because he didn't want to be, be Stephen so famous son. because he was. He's Stephen actually a good son. writer, though. Wow, he's great. Cool. I love. Yeah, Joe Hill. His like his book of short stories. Uh, what is it? Twentieth Century Ghosts or whatever <laughs> is amazing. That is such a good book of short stories. So. So yeah, I, I think this is a pretty good review of Demonic Toys in that it didn't last that long, and then we started thinking about something else. <laughs> well, oh, no, yeah. I, but, uh, but it, it is a short. Oh movie. yeah, 
that, we, you know, that's no, that's what he's that, saying. That was another thing I'll praise about the movie. This movie was like less mm. than an hour and a half long. It was, gets it was in, an, gets out. An yeah, hour and 26 minutes. If it had been two hours, it would have dragged and it would have been terrible. But they, I respect a movie that's willing to be short. It's uh, Well, it doesn't feel rushed is the yeah. other thing which is impressive about it. The yeah. kills, we linger on them, you know? There's yeah. a lot of different characters introduced from disparate places. It's got a really good that's, act structure. Mm-hmm. That's one of the advantages of like, it's amazing. doing it all in one spot. They didn't have to do any work to get the characters from point A to point B. Do you know what I mean? It's like everybody's yeah. all where they need to be, so all the stuff can kind of happen. And 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 it, I feel like they were able to move at a pace that worked. Yeah, I, 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 it was it was a short movie, but it didn't feel too short. So I thought that that was good. Um, so yeah, what do you what do you, in terms of recommendations and stuff like what, what's your final thoughts? Honestly, now that I've heard all these other hack critics like giving their own <laughs> hack opinions, like I feel like no one seems to have actually tried to take this movie on its own merit. Like every one of them is comparing it to something, you know. And it's like, look, sit down and watch the movie. Like actually, take the fucking time out of your day to sit down and use ninety minutes of your life to watch a movie about a demon kid and his army of toys. You know, <laughs> it's it. You really. It's amazing to me that none of them could appreciate the cinematography. They didn't even mention it. None of them appreciated, like, the, the like I said, how much was in this movie considering how tight of the package it was. They didn't, rec- they, like, there was no, they, they were just there like, oh, this isn't as good as Child's Play, move on, you know? No one actually yeah. looked at the puppets and they were like, look how much they got out of this budget. They really squeezed the yeah. blood out of this stone. Yeah, And it's not obvious like if you didn't know this was low budget especially like because when i saw this i was a kid like it just seems like a horror movie to you you know so honestly i feel like this is an underrated movie i don't see it think it's like a lost masterpiece or anything like that but i think this is a movie that deserves another watch another recon a real genuine reconsideration yeah. because like this is a solid little horror movie with with a tight premise and a, and a really great execution it sticks the landing and like, sure, okay, yes, I agree. The the music score is a little bit one note. The acting is exceptionally wooden. Uh, the effects are dated and cheap. Sure, okay, yes, I will grant those things. But every movie has drawbacks, and none of, none of them are anywhere near as remarkably substandard as you would think. And a lot of them, they are carried off by just the genuine craft and and thoughtfulness that was put into this movie. So I, yeah, it, that's C plus. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing that you have to like. This movie has all of the disadvantages that any other full moon movie would have, you know, and some and and then some perhaps. And I and mm-hmm. I feel like that's actually kind of a mark in its favor because, like, you know, a, a a glossier movie with a bigger budget isn't hindered by those things and still will sometimes fail to entertain you. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. this one was still entertaining. They 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 made good use of what they had, and and I think that kind of gets at the divide you're talking. This is the kind of movie that is made for an audience that was consuming this type of movie. This is like you know like like it's a know, movie for people that want to watch a movie called Demonic Toys. Yeah, if you uh-huh. if you are someone that says. Ooh, demonic toys! I want to watch that. I think there's a very yeah. good chance you will like that. If you're yeah. a newspaper movie critic who is made to watch this for work and are not in the mood for it, you probably won't like it. I think that's the yeah. takeaway here. 
But but it's funny because with horror movies, like very rare, like I'm trying to think of a comparison. Sort of like you know how like sometimes like uh, certain types of music will be they'll be uh, indie, and so they'll have a certain critical appeal, even though they sound poorly produced. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, uh, yeah. And 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 certain types of movies are that way too. Like if this was a movie about two people having a conversation in a restaurant, or you know something more you know avant-garde or something it, it might it, but because it's like a ho- horror movie and it's schlocky it doesn't get that people aren't as willing to meet it halfway do you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's and i think this is the kind of movie where you go in knowing you have to meet it halfway that's sort of yeah. the thing and so i think that's why joel's reacting so strongly to it because you know if you do the work to meet it halfway it's an entertaining film um mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like i was even putting in a lot of effort honestly like i just recognized that like they didn't have the budget that Child's Play But that's had. what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you know, you, you you overlook, you know, you say, okay, there's wooden acting, but that's what's going to happen in it's a movie not, like It's that. not so yeah. much putting in work as being generous, basically. Just going, oh, I'm going to just accept this movie for what it is. But, yeah. uh, and, like, you're, you're watching a movie called Demonic Toys. Yeah. Is the acting being wooden detracting for what's really entertaining about this? <laughs> or is it adding to the atmosphere? I, I honestly, like, it felt like it added to me. I, you know? I I liked it because because I feel like I was more moved when the husband died than she was. Do you know what I mean? Like that was kind of, <laughs> and I thought that and, and that was kind I kind of liked that. I don't know why I was like, oh, I'm I'm having a stronger reaction than she is. I think to the to the husband being <laughs> killed, and and like you like that character. How how yeah. many minutes you can count on one hand? How many yeah. minutes that guy was in the movie and alive? Well, but you know why? Like, I'll tell you why I liked guys. him. They established that he's gonna be a good dad. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, yeah. I, you, I like that because when, when they have that scene where his reaction toward telling him she's pregnant, he has that happy reaction and he hugs her. They do a close up his face from behind, mm-hmm. like behind her. And I thought, oh, is he going to be making some face yeah. like, oh, but I was like, no, he's actually still smiling. I was like, oh, that's kind of a pleasant surprise. Well, and not but, just uh, that, but then when they're doing the arms deal, his level of concern for her was very visible and clear. Yeah, it's yeah. like things like Although that. If he was really concerned, he would have arranged for backup. Well, yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, and sure. he wouldn't. They wouldn't. He you wouldn't know what? have. Fuck that guy. I hate him now. <laughs> Here's the other thing about the other, the other thing about the police. Does it? Does a cop ever say to another cop, "Do you have your peace?" That does not seem like. <laughs> that, that, that just seemed like a weird thing to say. I think I left but, it in my locker. Let me yeah. check. <laughs> These people are really shitty cops. I think we've we've thoroughly covered that. Yeah, that they are terrible at their jobs. As cops. Yeah, there must be a whole backstory to the you know like they they were going off the radar. They were pursuing the case without authorization. There's a reason for why all these things are happening the way they're happening. Um, but uh, yeah, which is funny. It's like real realistically, I was putting this screenplay together. I think, is there any reason these two characters need to be cops and I can't contrive some other situation to get them in the warehouse and not even have to keep coming up with all these reasons why there's no backup? But uh, whatever. Also, I got to say, I love that it starts with an arms deal. Something about starting a horror movie with an arms deal. That, I don't know. It's just like, it's like we're, we're going from one schlocky thing to another type of you're right thing. it's like beverly yeah. hills cop gets eaten by child's play yeah and like it, it, okay so there's a, a surreal dream and arms deal 
a comedy bit with a fat uh, security guard and a chicken thing before the guy who was shot in the arms deal bleeds out and activates the toys by accident. Yeah. It's so, it's such a circuitous route to get to the title monsters. Yeah. Well, I remember I was thinking even, I was like, geez, this has been going on for like 13 minutes and I haven't seen a demonic toy. You know, it's, and it's only an hour and 26 minutes. Demonic toy <laughs> but, uh, demonic toy. no, it was good. It was better that they waited. It's just that I was getting nervous. Cause I was like, there's only an hour and 26 minutes, you know, like, yeah. like, the, cause there's a line between being very efficient with your storytelling and like, waiting to the last minute to get into the, like the, the final act and just blazing through it. And I was, Oh yeah. As they were, that would have been a a bad movie. And this wasn't a bad movie. This is what I keep trying to, I keep going on my own circuitous route on it. This was not a bad movie. It was a low budget schlocky movie. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, and I, I, you know, and again, I went in with knife sharpened, you know, in, in large oh, part, same. so on, on two fronts, not, number one, I was like, this is going to be terrible. But number uh-huh. two, I was like, I know I'm going to go into battle with Joel. So if I can, if I can get some, if I can get some points in on this movie, you know, that it's kind of, it kind of like will balance out any, any lumps I take on the other side. But this is the thing. This movie was supposed to be target practice, right? <laughs> so by what we're was... liking it, we're liking it just to spite you, Joel, basically. Yeah. That was our arrangement. But damn it, I liked yeah. it. I'm not the kind of guy to spite myself. Well, I know. You, you turned it around on us again, just uh, just like you did with the pie. So, <laughs> Sorry, that's a... Before the episode, I, yeah, I forgot we hadn't recorded that. You were eating some delicious pie to mock me, and so I started making you laugh and choke on it. And I oh, I, I, right I think I missed that. I'm, I, I must yeah, have missed that. Yeah, you were that. actually. That was you were away at that. Okay, point. It, it was it was a clash of wills, man. <laughs> okay, okay, I still got some of that pie in my throat. I think. Yeah, you gotta but, be careful um, with that. You don't want to choke. Or, or start or start choke. growing blueberries Die in your lungs. Your pie, I'm, always, I'm always afraid that I'm going to inhale a seed and something will grow inside my lung. You know? <laughs> that, is, that is how it works. That's a legitimate fear you have. Yeah. That, that, that <laughs> happened to a guy. That happened to a There was a guy. He had, he, he inhaled some kind of seed from something he was eating, and and it's. Did he drink some pop rocks and soda to burn it out of there? <laughs> No, no, this this was a real news story. This wasn't like a an urban legend or anything. This was something that was in the news. It's yeah. Time for your pills, Grandpa. <laughs> no, this this was. He thought he they thought he had some. There was something on the X ray when he got his chest X ray. It turned out to be plant growth from the seed that he had inhaled. Um, How much? So basically, it's like lungs. It's producing oxygen right inside your lungs. That I, sounds fantastic. I, I, I have a feeling this was not. There. You can like live underwater because I, you've just got this whole like oxygen factory inside you. I don't that is exactly I, how the science yeah. shakes out, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it was fantastic for him. I'm pretty sure it was I'm not so a fantastic. This. Yeah. There's a fern growing inside my lungs. <laughs> yeah. The good news is you got a plant in your lungs. Bad news. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. I I, I remember reading the story and being. But where is the sunlight coming for this plant? That's the thing I want. I don't know. I I don't know if it required sunlight. Maybe it was some kind of 
plant that I don't remember, but <laughs> I gar- I promise you this really happened. I promise you. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a little bit of growth before it hits the surface. Yeah. Uh, it would need sunlight right yeah. away. But, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it might not have been like in full bloom. I don't know exactly <laughs> yeah. what was going on in there. Um, but it was enough to be disruptive. Uh, so, so yeah, so... <laughs> You know, again, I want to remind people. More points on the Alzheimer's counter, man. No, that's not Alzheimer's. That's like it's after midnight, and Brendan is, you know, approaching sleep. Um, So, so yeah. So, anyways, I, 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 I I think it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, Any, any other final thoughts before we? uh, I think we put it across the finish line on this one. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna skip. My <laughs> well, you know what though? It's okay because our our previous episode, the one where we talked about Exorcist Three, was so stupendous and wonderful. Oh my god! Yeah, this is our that, off episode. Yeah, we get one. Yeah, we, it's always how we do it. It's always kind of like one and then the other, one and then the other. You know, it's it's sort of like it's like you get a good night's sleep and then a bad night's sleep, a good night's sleep and then a bad night's sleep. You know, it's one of those. We, we got cocky, and honestly, I'm surprised that this episode is this good. Because I wasn't expecting anything out of Demonic Toys. This was supposed to be our vacation, and the movie actually wound up being entertaining as hell. Good. So, yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get for yeah. underestimating, uh, what, what are they, moon, moon, full moon? moon full moon, moonrise? full moon. A full moon over moon. my hammy? I don't know. I don't no, know who I've these people are. <laughs> full, full moon, moon. entertainment. Let's see, full, but we used to call it just full moon. Um, that that was. I had a friend who, like, if it, if it had full moon on the cover... He was watching it. That was there's a certain flavor to these, I find. Yeah. You know, and uh, you could just genuinely develop a taste for it. Totally a thing. Uh, so, yeah, I, my final verdict on this high C, uh, C plus, maybe even a low B. Uh, it, it is schlock. It is what it is. But you know what? It's really good schlock. It's it's well put together. It's got some genuinely cool moments. Um it's entertaining and it won't waste a lot of your time. I think C plus yeah. is the perfect rating for this movie. I think that's, yeah, that's exactly, definitely. exactly correct. Um, so yeah, so we, we, we are done with demonic toys and I guess we're coming back with sleepwalkers next. And then who knows? Sleepwalkers, the, another battle of the wills. We, yeah. you and me run in with, uh, with Adam well, judging. Yeah. And so this next episode is going to be a proper, this is going to be like our Rocky episode where, me and me and Joel are gonna go head to head over whether it's... we're gonna fight. I am. He is the pro Sleepwalker team. He thinks the movie is good or has redeeming qualities. I don't. Uh, I don't I, care. That's my. Uh... Yeah, and you're wise. You're the wisest of all of us. There. <laughs> that is exactly the proper. Stance. Yeah. No. No one. No one should get butt hurt over a movie like Sleepwalkers. But it's oh, it's going to happen. So one. One. The, you know. Only. Only one of us can come away with our butt intact from this conversation. So whose butt will be destroyed <laughs> next time on Horror Express? But uh, but yeah, so so uh, with that we'll depart and we will talk to you next time.